When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard show with Mike Molina, Andy Brad Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal. And Alex will be in too, but she's never on time, so why would she be today? We'll be right back to check on what's going on in the world today. Tom Bernard show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt, then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company, and they start asking you questions, or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. You know, ladies and gentlemen, if I couldn't get Roy Moore to do a Walzer spot, I'd had to get Doug's breath though. <laughs> Yeah, that's who we want representing. You know, uh, I'll tell you who's really comfortable in the back seat is those slaves but during the... God, I still can't believe he said that. Yeah, you know, times were great. Sure, there was slavery, but... What? Or his wife the other night. Jeez. Our, our attorney's a jeez. Walzer.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Paul and Andrew will love They'll that love one. They'll love that. We won't send it to them. All right, what do we got? The season of giving, we're wrapping up our big uh, toy drive, the Stuff for Slay stuff. We're going to be on the news uh, livecast, Andrew and I, I think Friday at 6 o'clock. I've got to round up the toys tomorrow. I, honestly, we've got so many of them, I don't know how I'm going to get them down to the TV station. Like, we'll start, we'll figure it out, but we've got, I think we're over 1,000 across the group. Really? Now, another cool thing that we're doing People aren't going to get notifications until probably the first week of January, but anybody that buys a car from any Walzer store from Black Friday through January 2nd is going to get a gift card to a donate organization. And basically what this allows people to do is go to their website and donate the gift card that we give them to an individual classroom, school in their district, whatever they want to do. It's really kind of a neat thing, and I think... Uh, the total, depending on how many cars we sell, it'll be thirty-five or forty grand going into local schools in the Twin City metro area. So, looking See? forward to that. It is kind of cool. I like that. It's more than kind of cool. It's great, actually. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Really? Sorry. <laughs> Walls. Trying to relate to the Utes. The Utes. Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer.com. Sends this at the tweet of God. 
Ha, Roy Moore is still waiting on me? Could you believe this guy? What a douchebag. Hey, when, ask Joe when he, well, he's listening, obviously. He's listening, when do you yeah. get out of Facebook prison? It's been boring since you've been excommunicated. Why, he, got, he, was, he was kicked off of Facebook? Yeah, he's a little naughty, apparently. I don't know exactly go, what the Joe. offense was. Facebook's but. been doing that lately, though. Like, they removed a, one of our posts because of something I said in the description. Like, I said, I, like, I typed the word dildo or something, and that just that got the post removed, and, like, we got a warning. Oh, God. Facebook is getting kind of, you know... Um, Sensitive? Big brother-ish. So you can threaten to kill people on there, but uh, yeah, I you. hate your guts. I wish you were dead. That's okay? Yep. Okay, that's, I like that. President Trump congratulated Democrat Doug Jones on winning the state election in Alabama Tuesday night, but that wasn't a step of Roy Moore was willing to take. After the race was called for Jones, a Republican refused to concede, saying he believed the margin of victory could fall below the 0.5% needed to trigger a recount. The Washington Post reports realize that when the vote is this close, that it's not over. He said, we also know that God is always in control. Yeah, God mm. wants to spend a lot of time hanging out with you there, Roy. Uh, God's always in control. He told supporters they need to wait on God and let this whole process play out. The AP reports that with all precincts reporting, Jones has a lead of 1.5%, but counties will be required to tally all write-in votes if authorities determine they outnumber the difference between Jones and Moore. Congratulations to Doug Jones on a hard-fought victory, Trump tweeted. The write-in votes played a very big factor, but a win is a win. The people of Alabama are great, and the Republicans will have another shot at this seat in a very short period of time. At his victory rally, Jones said he was overwhelmed by that the upset. That was pretty gracious. What? For what Trump said. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it that's was. Some, somewhat startling, I think. I mean, he basically said, you're only going to get one year, so enjoy yourself. Yeah, but that's okay. But that's it's probably nothing true. wrong with that. Yeah, that's like as gracious as you can get right now. Are you sure it was yeah. It says Donald Trump, President <laughs> Trump. You have to put yeah. in at least one. But our guys are better still. Our guys are much let's, better. Let's than verify. You. Yep, there we go. Congratulations, Doug Jones, on a hot front victory. The writing votes played a big, very big factor, but a win is a win. The Republicans of Alabama are great, and the Republicans will have another shot at the seat in a very short period of time. It never ends. No, it's true. It never does end. But one thing has ended. We don't have to put up with Roy Moore or Steve Bannon ever again. This had to have buried Steve Bannon, didn't it? I don't know. I think he's like a cockroach. Oh, he's, God. He's nu- nuclear. No, I screwed that up. Proof. You know what I meant to say. Did they use his picture during Christmas for, like, homeless donations? <laughs> he looks homeless. And, I mean, but that's an insult to homeless he's people. He's not a handsome man, no. Well, he never shaves. He never combs his hair. He looks. He's got the biggest gin blossom nose I've ever seen. Like W.C. Fields of 2017. Bloodshot eyes all the time. He's got bloodshot eyes all the time, so. He does look ill. He does, doesn't he? He looks very sick. He looks very, very sick, so. Well, he might just be sick and dying. I don't think Speaking of meat eaters, here's Alex. Yeah, here's Alex, ready to chow down. Don't forget to take that home with you. That's your clicker or something. I don't know what it is. It's something. It's a baby monitor. Oh, it's a baby monitor. That's what it is. And it was something like that. At his victory rally, Jones said he was overwhelmed by the upset win and called for national unity. I have always believed that the people of Alabama have more in common than divides us. We have shown the country the way that we can be. He urged Senate lawmakers to come together in the fund and fund the children's health insurance program before he is sworn in. The Alabama Republican Party, meanwhile, said it would not support Moore's push for a recount. Sorry, wow. you're out. Well, the guy's a jerk. Well, I know. Who's the a jerk? Moore, Roy Moore. Uh, yeah. Uh, the things that he says, it's just, what year do you think it is? Oh, it's same with Donald Trump. Well, that's true, the but at least he tweets said. it. Yeah. Well, all of them, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Donald Trump, Roy Moore, I mean, all of these people, yeah. Steve Bannon, ugh, all of them, just go away, will you? All of you. I just, eh, whatever. Whatever, that's all I have to say is whatever. Fight the power. Fight, Fight the, the power, power, man. I haven't heard one person who's upset that Roy Moore didn't win. Just Roy Moore. <laughs> Just Roy Moore. Did you look at one. the statistics of, like, by race and gender? Zero black people voted for Roy Moore. Pretty much. Zero women voted for Roy Moore. No. What? Well, white fair, women. There's a the fair m- number of women that voted for him. Majority of white women voted, voted for, for Roy, Roy Moore. Moore. Well, he never said anything anti-woman. And the vast majority of white men did. Like 75% of them did. Well, then why didn't he win? 
there's a hell of a lot more white people in Alabama than there are of other races. It's a good question. What's, what's the state racial breakdown, Andy, in Alabama? It's a lot more it's, black than you would think. I'm yeah, but it's sure. like 65 to 35 in the state, something like that. And not just black people, but people people of color. Uh, let's see here. People that ain't like us. Yes. Um, for some reason, it only goes up to 2,000. Oh, wait, here we go. Uh, yeah, it's only 67%. No, 60% white. 60 to 40? Uh, 60-30. There are a lot of Hispanics now, apparently. Well, but they all vote Democrat, too. I'm pretty sure they do. They all do. So 60-40? Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, so if only, what did you say, how many people... Seventy-two percent of white men voted. Yeah, but only what more. about thirty percent of the population voted? Yeah, eligible yeah. voters. That's, that's also, yeah. So that's what but will happen. Ninety-eight percent of black women voted for Jones. There, that doesn't surprise me. No. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about that election, to tell you the truth, was of course Charles Barkley had to run his mouth and refer to Alabama white people as rednecks. Of course. Why you had to do that, I will never understand. Oh, yeah, sure, we got rednecks. Because he's a black neck. Black neck? I think black neck. I just coined a new black term. Oh, redneck, neck. black neck. It's for black rednecks. Thank God. Well, because their necks can't get red. Well, Phillips can. Actually, like I said, Sansevier gets darker in the summertime than Philip does. <laughs> well, that's Italians for you. <laughs> I'm sure Molina liked that comment. I mean, look how tan he is. Molina didn't even hear that comment. He had his earbuds in. He's busy listening to Sicilian soccer matches. According to Newsweek, the difference was only 1.5%, which, yeah. which is small enough to trigger a recount. No, it's not. 0.5% is. It said 1.5% in the thing. No, for a recount, it's 0.5%. So whoever printed that is wrong. It's 0.5%, not 1.5%. Well, never mind. So in any case, as I said... <laughs> We don't have to hear any more Roy Moore's ridiculous things that he says about, well, you know, the preverts that are gay. Don't have to hear that oh, anymore. Oh, boy. I don't know why you want to beat on people like that. Why do you, of course, everybody likes to beat on everybody now, don't they? It is the national pastime, it seems. I know I do. Everybody beating on everybody else. Oh, wait a minute. I got banned for 30 days for posting midget porn, and I'll be back in six days. Well, oh, just in time for Christmas. <laughs> we never did anything quite like that. Joe no. from Louisville got kicked off Facebook a while ago, and I, I didn't know why, so we asked him, and he just responded. Uh, midget porn offense. Naturally. Yes, that'll do it. I so think just I saying midget the, porn is an offense. So mm. if it was just regular porn, he probably would have been okay? No. Probably not. I don't think they allow porn on Facebook, do they? No. They don't even allow, like... Um, I follow some like birth photographers, and they don't oh, yeah. allow like any yeah birth private like that. parts at all. No, oh, I suppose that's probably true. That would make absolute sense to me. Iconic singer Nina Simone and New Jersey rockers Bon Jovi led the 2018 class of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees, which includes four first-time nominees: The Cars, as well as first-time contenders Dire Straits, The Moody Blues, and Sister Rosetta Tharp. Ooh, yeah. I Great love choice. her. Great choice. If you want to see something cool, look YouTube her a song called Up Above My Head. It is great. Up Above My Head? She sings like Aretha Franklin. She's got this huge choir behind her, and she plays guitar like Chuck Berry. Yeah. And just a six-year-old black woman in about 1959 or 60. That's about it. Awesome. Uh, the six inductees were chosen from a group of 19 nominees, including Radiohead, who were expected to enter the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in their first year of eligibility. But didn't make it. Tharp, a pioneering guitarist who performed gospel music and was known to someone as the godmother of rock and roll, will be inducted with the uh, award for early influence. She died in 1973. She's been dead since 73? Well, she was, I mean, she was 60 when yeah, she that's was making so yeah, she, that's true. She would have made it to mid-70s, I bet. The other five acts will be inducted as performers, reports the AP. The jazzy and soulful Simone, also a first-time nominee, was a leader in pushing for civil rights and influenced the likes of Alicia Keys and Aretha Franklin before her death in 2003. Uh, the Cars, founded in Boston in 1976, combined new wave and classic rock sounds this year, marked the band's third nomination. Proving you don't get in on your looks. No, that's very Rick true. Rick Kasich is one of the ugliest guys in the business. Remember the Chucker? Chucker, yep. Ocasiastic. Rick Ocasiastic. <laughs> I never heard that one. <laughs> it was funny. Rick Ocasiastic. 
Bon Jovi, first nominated in 2011, and again this year, have sold more than 120 million albums and launched number one hits, Live It on a Prayer, You Give Love a Bad Name, Bad Medicine, and I'll Be There for You. Rock Hall voters have recently opened their hearts to progressive rockers, which benefited Knights and White Satin singers, The Moody Blues. English rockers Dire Straits, which includes brothers Mark and David Knopfler, also reaped those benefits. Well, they both belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, uh, that's just how it is. I just feel kind of sorry for him because, you know, I've been in there since 19, what, 95? Or, wait a minute, 2000. Now, I know you're in there, but re- remind us what for. I am the voice of classic rock of the 90s. Oh, okay. What do you think of so that? So you're in there with... Uh, Alan Freed. Yes, Alan Freed like being in the 50s, yeah. Well, yeah, but the same kind of... No, I know, but I, yeah, there's one for every decade, I guess. Rosetta Tharp only lived to 58, by the way. Really? It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's terrible, And she man. died in 75? 73. Well, you got to you got to look at this video of her, because I assume she was 60 years old in 1960. <laughs> <laughs> proving what That's all great used car managers will say, it's not the years, it's the mileage. It is the mileage. Yeah. That is absolutely right. In 1970, she had a stroke, and then she had one of her legs amputated from diabetes. Diabetes. So, yeah, apparently she was not doing so well anyway. Well, that's kind of a tough road to hoe uh, for her. But she was a great talent, an absolutely great talent. Minnesota Governor Mark Dayton appointed Lieutenant Governor Tina Smith on Wednesday to replace Senator Al Franken until a special election in November setting up his longtime and trusted advisor for a potentially bruising 2018 election. Per the AP, Smith was widely seen as Dayton's top choice from the moment Franken announced his resignation last week, and she confirmed Wednesday that she plans to run a November special election to compete to complete excuse me, Franken's term through 2020. It's not clear when Smith will head to Washington. Franken, who resigned under pressure from his own party after he was accused of improper behavior by at least eight women, announced last Thursday that he, he would resign in the coming weeks. His office said Tuesday that he had not yet set a final departure date. The appointment won't change the balance of power in the Senate. Both Franken and Smith are Democrats. Smith, 59, served as uh, Dayton's trusted chief of staff for four years before ascending to become his number two when he needed a running mate in 2014. Dayton has long treated her as an equal in the office, and it was that deference that fueled speculation she was being groomed to succeed him. Smith, a native of New Mexico, graduated from Stanford and earned an MBA from Dartmouth. A marketing job with General Mills brought her to Minnesota, where she eventually started her own marketing and political consulting firm. She is now a United States senator and will run in 2020 as well. So, wait, she's a senator she for will the be. next three years? No, no one no, year. Until next November. Well, this says that... Oh, okay, so she plans to yeah, run so in every, the special Every state election. has a different succession policy or law that built into yeah. the Constitution about what happens in a case like this. Indeed. So a, a Republican will become lieutenant governor, but she's announced she's going to do both jobs, be the president uh, and lieutenant governor. I don't think so you're allowed to do that. That's what she says she's going to do. So I don't know what, who's going to do what. But I'm uh, just going to be every role. I'm going to do everything for, I'm going to be everything I, to everyone. I'm the king of Minnesota. Well, generally, the lieutenant governor doesn't have a whole lot to do. There's not a whole lot to do. Just You're absolutely right about that. Just kind of standing by in case the governor falls. You are absolutely right about yeah, that. That just happened in San Francisco with the mayor. Yeah. What the hell was that all? Yeah. The guy just dropped dead of a heart attack? Yeah. Nobody even, He was never sick. What? The mayor of, of San Francisco uh, died at 65? Yeah. yeah. Ed Lee. Ed Lee yeah, he died at 65 and apparently... Didn't get along with everybody. Which can you imagine trying to get along with a constituency in San Francisco? Oh, <laughs> that would be the worst. oh God, it'd be the worst of all time. Uh, San Francisco's yeah, probably one of the most uh, radicalized place. places in the world. Well, they allow uh, five time, five times ejected immigrants to shoot women on piers and then let them go free. I'll still never. I cannot believe they did that. I'm not surprised at all, quite honestly. I'm surprised yeah. they tried to charge murder one. Well, the feds are going to get him anyway, so he's oh, screwed I know. one oh, away. To- I'm not saying he's a good guy. He's no, a no, 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 I understand that. I understand that. I thought, when I read about the story, I'm like, he ricocheted a shot off the sidewalk that killed her, and, and they were going to prove that as a premeditated yeah, murder? Yeah, that was the wrong charge. We will be right back. Special guest coming up next on Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. 
Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. LASIK changed my life. Dr. David Whiting changed my life. He can get rid of those contacts, get rid of those glasses, and truly change your life. He's performed over 100,000 LASIK procedures, so there's no one else around who can compare. Let me tell you, if you're thinking about having your eyes corrected, check out Dr. Whiting and the folks over at Whiting Clinic. They've got the most advanced lasers. They've got the most experience. And they've got the best price, guaranteed. All the reasons you'd choose Whiting Clinic for your LASIK vision correction. Make this year the year that you get LASIK from Dr. David Whiting. Schedule your free LASIK exam at whitingclinic.com and please tell them I sent you. That's whitingclinic.com to take the first step in having clear lens-free vision at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Dean Martin, Merry and Christmas from Dean. Now we're talking. Our special guest, Abby Eisencraft. How are you doing, Abby? I'm terrific, thank you. Now, Abby, I got to open up the interview by telling you something. This morning, I received through junk mail or in my junk mail file. I received an email from Roy Moore that said, and I'm not making this up, I did, I received an email from Roy Moore that said, I've got bad news. Mm. Uh, Abby, I did At not... At least he wasn't asking you for a date. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, I'm a little too old for him, I think. Uh, a little too we old. all are. Yeah, we're all too old for him. But uh, uh, I... Uh, I can't believe that anyone would open an email like that. But people send them out. So you would be surprised. <laughs> I mean, think about the IRS scam email that mm-hmm. oh. get all the time. There's a new one out there now, and you know, just in time for holiday, it's just so kind of him. It says, you know what? And it, and it spoofs the IRS uh, logo perfectly, and it says, "We've uh, looked at your 14, 15, and 2016 tax returns, and you know what?" We've decided you're due refunds. So click on this link, and we'll take you to the steps, and there's that money. So that extra holiday money you needed, there you go. Oh, no. Isn't that just horrible that people would do this to one another, just steal their money? I have to tell you, the worst thing, I mean, email, it's not an excuse, but to do it to people live, to hear them frightened, to to, to, go after the elderly, they're even... You know, they're even scamming people and threatening them for the uh, the VRS system, for the hearing impaired. So they're, they're you know, going through that system to uh, make people give up their money and pay a fictitious tax debt. So, I mean, it, it can't get any lower, i got to tell you. So, Abby, also in my junk file, so all those women uh, wanna, don't really want to date me? <laughs> I'm very upset. Yeah, that is odd because I get... You know, ads to buy Viagra, but apparently there's plenty of Russian women that like impotent men. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Abby Eisencraft to discuss holiday identity theft and ways to protect yourself and her her book, 101 Ways to Stay Off the IRS Radar. I know number one is to pay your taxes. That would be a good way to stay off their radar. Yeah. I would assume that's probably one of them whether you're shopping online or at the mall this is the season of buying and stealing identity theft spikes during the holidays when thieves are waiting for unsuspecting prey invite tax and financial expert abby eisencraft to share tips to avoid identity theft this holiday season abby you're here to save us (laughs) well let's start with tip number one don't look for coupons on your phone and use public wi-fi when you're standing online to register because you are inviting the thieves in. And you might say, well, it's not my computer, it's my phone. But you know what? They're going to get into your email. They're going to see who you do business with. They have your banking info. Your whole life is your phone for a lot of people. So 
you know, just go old school, print out the paper, you know, cut the coupon, do something, but don't use your phone in the mall. You know, Abby, I swear no, to God, I've, I've gotten to the point with, with uh, cell phones, all the rest of it. I asked my wife to get me a jitterbug that can't possibly be, <laughs> I can't do anything on it other than dial telephone numbers. I, honestly, I am, it amazes me. I must get, I don't know how many thousands of emails a day. And I don't know why, why would I get all, I, I don't know. Is there some reason somebody would get tons of emails? Um. There are lots well, of reasons. Well, besides your fans. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose besides if you're... Besides tons well, and tons of that'd fans. That account for two of them. Yeah, that, that's two people right there. I suppose okay, if... Okay, and if, say yeah. hi to your mom while you're there. No, I'm kidding. Yes, exactly. Um, no, but think of all the places that you do business with. And once they have you for once, they've got your email. You know, every time you do something, though, they say, oh, please provide your email address. So... You know, we, we shop online. Our yeah. lives have become online now. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what happens. But, you know, it's the little things that we do or don't do that make the difference. Like, for instance, if you get catalogs and mail at home, I mean, forget the emails. I mean, how much, how much mail do you get that you don't want? You need to rip your name off of that catalog yeah. and shred it. Because you've, you've told the thieves where you shop, what you like to do. I mean, dumpster diving, you know, 101. So yeah. if you don't take your name off the catalog, they'll be, oh, okay. So they can call up and, you know, frauds right there. Let's just say it's a Macy's catalog. Well, hello, Abby. Um, I'm calling from Macy's, and we have a problem with your card. We think it's under the fraudulent charge, and you're going to be terrified. So you're going to give them all the information that they need to make it right. Right. You just told the scammers all your personal information. So... You know, get one of those rollers that mark out your name and address because something as simple as you know, saying, yes, you shop at Victoria's Secret or something like that, you're going to give the scammers info they want. And that's so, it still just amazes me that, that people, is that true still, uh, uh, is it true that you need to get one of those wallets that block uh, your cards from being, I mean, from what I understand, people with readers can walk past you and get all your information with just a, an electronic reader, is that true? Yeah, it's a handheld scanner oh, that they could walk God. by and just wave it at you. They don't need to touch you with it. They can just do that. So they actually oh. sell these little little sleeves for your credit cards. And, and yes. I, I bought them after seeing that on television, how, how they just like walked by and they got the number. And it was funny because when they rolled out the whole chip technology, they, they sold it to us that, oh, it's so safe. It's so safe. And then you see the guy walking by. So it's, it, it's not so safe. But, you know, the other thing is that when you go to the mall and they have all these little pop-up kiosks, you know, how do you know what they're there for, right? I mean, yeah, they're selling something, yeah. but they could be stealing your identity. It's not like mm-hmm. a bona fide retailer. And, you know, what? actually, last tax season, you want to talk sad, what people did was some of the scammers set up pop-up tax offices so you'd be walking by oh look it's a tax office that's great i don't have to wait online at the big chain i can just go here but they were scammers and they were stealing all of your information and what they would do is they would put their banking information and steal your refund and sell your personal info so it, it, it's just everywhere if if you haven't seen this store you're, you're not familiar with it that pop-up tax store is going to be gone you know uh, probably even before April 15th when people catch on. So, yeah. you know, we've got to be super careful. And, you know, again, at those little kiosks, you're not, not going to use your debit card. If oh, you God, do, no. You've got your banking. Yeah, you don't want to do that. That would be a bad idea. I, I just um, I just wonder about this whole situation with, uh, well, full disclosure, it's holiday time, you know, it's the holiday season, so... You get requests from several bona fide organizations asking for money to help with this, that, or the other thing. You know, I don't want to name names because of what I'm about to say. So my wife and I do give money every year to all these wonderful organizations that do great work. But I'm not very happy with the fact that they turn around and sell my information to other charities. Because I get about 50 letters a day from charities asking me for money now. I really just wish that's they would. True. Why do I mean, they do that, it? That part, that's, well, I guess it, it's another income stream mm-hmm. for yeah, them. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. But, <sighs> you know, it, it's sad. But 
you know, a, a good point is when we're doing these donations, especially at holiday time, we want to make sure that we don't do it via the email we get, that we go to the, the legit site. Right. So we, we're going to get all of these emails with, you know, showing you know, starving puppies and kittens and, mm-hmm. you know, we're all going to give it up. And, you know, as we should, we need to take care of animals. We do need to do those things. But you want to go to the legitimate site, you know, and not click on any of this stuff because... Again, holiday time, they're counting that you're busy, you're thinking about something else, you're going to click on a link and it's going to download malware onto your system. It's going to download logging software so they can track your keystrokes and get your passwords and and just get into your system and steal things. Why did we ever invent the Internet? It was much better to just go to the bank and get cash. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. It gets frustrating because you do – people are so – well, I am – I am very trusting of people, maybe not as much as I used to be, but boy, did I find out every time you're trusting someone you don't know, that's a huge mistake. It, it's tough, you know, and people count on that trusting. You know, there's, an, there's a social security scam going on, so of course we know it's targeting older folks, mm-hmm. but they're calling and saying, hey, you know what, there's a new cost of living increase that you're going to get, and you don't have to do anything for it. it it's just, it's going to come to everyone. And you say, well, that's just great. I can really use the extra money. And then they say, well, we just want to verify your information, make sure everything's okay. And, again, they, they probably won't even have a non-English-speaking person on the line. They'll, I mean, they'll have a, an American voice, perhaps. But think, think about what's going to happen in the next breath. You know? So it's sad that you can't trust anybody. I mean, I hang up on people left and right. They must think I'm the rudest person there is. But I can't take the chance. No, I do the same thing. I just if, if I answer the phone and it's somebody I don't know, I just hang up automatically. It's like yeah, I don't fact, know. I, I yell at IRS officers actually calling me. I'm like, oh, oh, sorry. I go thought you were a scam until you said your name. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Because it's just how it is. It's. Right, uh, I, mean, I work a lot of active cases, so I'm going to get a lot of IRS calls. Not not the ones threatening you, but you know. Well, actually, some of them do threaten, some of them scream and yell, but, you know, those are regular IRS offices, too. And, you know, that's the problem with the scams, because the the experience that the caller gets would be very similar to the real IRS. They've learned the lingo now. They're master manipulators, these people, so they know how to call and they know to say uh, revenue officer trying to collect. They, they have all the wording down, so you fall for it because it sounds so legitimate. You know, Abby, I have to ask you a question because I'm. A, you probably don't hear this a whole lot, I would imagine, but I went through a situation where these dirtbags stole quite a sum of money from me, but I, w- I could not have asked the IRS to be more uh, cooperative. They were, they were wonderful to deal with, and I don't mm-hmm. know if that's an unusual experience that for me or whatever, but they couldn't have been more accommodating saying, hey, we understand what happened. It's not a problem. It's probably because once yeah, you get it, you'll have to pay income tax on it. Yeah, well, there is that. Listen, at the other end, there's a human there. Now, there's all kinds of people. Now, I have to tell you, 99.9, like, even when I'm working cases and and it's a client who didn't file for 5, 10, 20 years, owes hundreds of thousands of dollars, I still have very nice revenue agents. People that, I mean, again, they're people, and it's really nice. Every blue moon, you get a crazy person, just like any other company. And and as they say, everyone has a boss. So I'm like, later for you, and I go to a manager and a supervisor, and I just go up the food chain. Um, but, uh, listen, there are people, and, and it's horrible to see this happen to anyone, um, but it's, it's unfortunately where things are going, and the media is doing very little to publicize this stuff. At every meeting I go to, someone pulls me inside and goes, listen, we got this call. What do you think? And it just shows you how people are still uncertain. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. What I do whenever I get a call like that that sounds like a, well, whenever they ask for credit card information or something like that, while they're talking, I Google the phone number uh, to see if it mm-hmm. comes up on any sort of... There's a bunch of sites out there where people say they put the phone number online and say this was a scam, so, you know, don't... Yeah. Uh, I did that very yeah. thing last night because I get a call from Kansas that I didn't take, and I listened to it and said it's U.S. Bank, and they had a number that was, like, one-off, and people said it was a scam. Yeah. So I called U.S. Bank, and they were digging into it, and they're like, well... Are you any issues with your accounts? I said, no, that's fine. And while the guy was investigating it, I opened up my car payment account and realized I'd missed a payment last month. 
<laughs> so it's actually legit. But oh, that's what you want to do is uh, as a car salesman, you want to miss car I, payments. I, okay, it's just really <laughs> smart. They screwed it up. Really I paid smart. Right, but you did the right thing. You went to the legitimate place yep. mm-hmm. to find out yeah. the store. And, and that's what you can do, because even if you have a tax problem or don't have a tax problem, you get this call and you are unsure, you do one of two things. You call the IRS and, and see if it's real. Or if you're so petrified, and there are people who are just, they have this incredible fear of the IRS, which is why this scam is so successful, you contact a tax professional. Because I have no problems calling the IRS and, and doing what I need to do. My job is to protect my clients, protect my people. Right. And, and that's what it's about, you know. And now, do you think it, do you think at the IRS office they go, oh crap, Abby's on line three again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, she's she's that pitbull. She just doesn't stop. She'll call my manager. Now, you know, most people are. Some people appreciate my sense of humor, and then there's others. What can I say? But you know, the the real thing that's scary, and what's going to happen next year, is because of this whole Equifax breach, where all yeah. of our personal information is out there. So they have your name, your driver's license, your address, your social, your birth date. You have everything but my eye color and weight. Well, wait, then the eye color is on the, on the driver's license, so you probably have that. So, I mean, think about it. What are these people going to do with that information? They're going to file fraudulent tax returns. So when you, you know, Tom, go to file your tax return, here's what's going to happen. It's going to kick out. And the IRS will say, well, you filed already. And you're going to be like, no, I didn't. I would know if I did. Oh, man. And it ends up that a scammer has beat you to the punch. 100 ways to st- 101 ways to stay off the IRS radar. Abby Eisencraft, is there uh, any special way people can get a hold of you if they have other questions? Of course. Well, my website is reallifetaxadvice.com. So just as you hear it, reallifetaxadvice.com. And actually, there's a new ebook up there. So if you are the victim of tax-related identity theft. I take you through the exact steps to take. So, you know, don't have heart failure. You can breathe. Just follow the steps, and you got your identity back with the IRS. Abby, thank you for your time today. It was my pleasure. Have a good Hope day. everyone stay safe. Bye-bye. Happy holidays. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. My pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your MyPillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one MyPillow and get one free online with my code KQRS or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch, you really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel. Mr. Grinch, you're a bad banana with a greasy black heel. What was his name? Come on. Thurl Ravencroft. 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 That's well, like, I hear these names. Done. It's like a warlock. I know. It's the, I hear th- it is a warlock. Seriously, name. it's this. You would expect him to, like, you know, be summoning skeletons with a name like that. Well, Ravencroft. But, but then he has a name. I mean, the Thurl. voice that sounds. It yeah, matches really. Works. And by but the I, way, he was not a big guy either. Really? It's so weird. Was he black? Voice. 
I don't nope. think so. It's white guy. Oh, it's Ravenscroft. Ravenscroft, Ravenscroft yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Like... Ravenscroft. Wow, he looks like a barbershop quartet guy. Really? That's exactly oh what he gosh, looks like. Funny. Huh, that's very strange. <laughs> I hear these names thinking of if we have a boy, you know, and it's like... And you're he, going with Ravencroft? I, I'm like, Ravencroft. How about, how about we'll name him Thurl? Yeah, really. Or Conway, like Conway Twitty. Yeah, but he named himself after two cities. Yeah, I know, but I'm just like... Conway, um, Arkansas, and Twitty, Texas. I know, but it's Thurl just... I learned something Thurl. listening to you the other day, and I forget what his name was. I didn't know George Orwell was a pseudonym. Oh, Eric uh, Blair. Yeah, I never knew that. Mm. Eric Blair oh, I didn't again. Know that George Orwell's real name is Eric Blair. Thurl is his Brilliant. real name. Brilliant man, by the way. Ravenscroft. Yeah. That I'm. If I had to guess, I would say that's probably like Icelandic. Oh, it's Irish. A Ravenscroft. Thurl. Or Thurl is. That doesn't Thurl sound Irish? Irish. Well, Thurl Bailey. Is that a thing? Bailey. You're unbelievable. What? It's Pearl Bailey. No, Thurl. You're making it up as you go along. Thurl means strong fort. <sighs> Thurl, I'm a strong fort who's 5'2". Okay, It'll all work out in the end. So Ravenscroft is probably a British name then, I guess. Uh, that Irish and British. Certainly sounds British, yeah. Indeed. But he had that voice and he did talk like this too. At least the times that I saw him interviewed, he talked like this. Yep. English origin. There you go. From Ravenscroft in Cheshire. There you go. Makes total sense. Oh, it yeah, it comes from an old English hrofen, which means raven, and croft, which means a paddock. So it's like a raven's, you know. Croft is paddock? A, I didn't know a that. raven's roost or whatever. I did not know croft was paddock. Apparently it is. I had no idea. Whatever a paddock is. Nine weeks into her pregnancy, Naomi Finley was told termination was the only option. The fetus in her womb was growing a heart, but in a rare case of ectopia cortis. It was outside of the baby's body. Oh, my. As was a portion of the stomach, giving the fetus less than a 10% chance of survival. <sighs> Three weeks after giving birth, a month prematurely, however, Finley, 31, and Dean Wilkins, 43, are the proud parents of a baby girl believed to be the first in the U.K. to survive such a condition, joining a few others in the U.S. per the New York Times. Less than an hour after she was delivered via cesarean section on November 22nd, Vanellope, not Penelope, but Vanellope. Oh, come on. Her name is Vanellope Hope Wilkins. And not only does she have Ectopia Cordis, but now she has a freak name. Oh, she has Vanellope. Van- Thurl Bailey, Black Thur- Irish. Oh, I remember Thurl Bailey, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh. He played for the Timberwolves. You're right, he played for okay. the Timberwolves. Thurl Bailey. Well, yeah, there you go. I Now I remember. I think he might have been the guy that scored that basket uh, NC2A Wolfpack, wasn't it? 1983 yeah. when they beat yep. uh, Phi Slam and Yep. I think that was Thurl Bailey. I think. I think you're probably right about that. He's six foot eleven. So that's, am I. That's fairly tall. I have never told anyone that. Only a little taller. <laughs> Vanellope Hope Williams went in, or Wilkins went into her first of three surgeries at Leicester's Glenfield Hospital to relocate her heart into her chest. Doctors say she's now doing well. You know, I don't oh know if God. you kids know this, but your mom, the same situation. She was born. Her heart was outside her body, but they just took it away and. Everybody raise your hand that didn't see that one coming. Yeah, Yeah, thanks. Did you you hear what she did to me last night? No. Your mother, Andy and Alex, she gets home. She goes to a doctor's appointment. She comes home and she's in a great mood. I said, well, your examination must have gone perfectly. She said, yeah, there was only one problem. I said, what's the problem? She goes, the doctor told me me I have to cut some stress out of my life, so you're out. (laughs) (laughs) And then she started mm. laughing. Ha, ha, ha. She said it was really funny. No. She said, get out. You know where wow. the name Vanellope comes from? Where? Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, yeah. Wreck-It Vanellope from Wreck-It say, Ralph. I feel like I've heard that name Why before. Why would you name your kid after a character from Wreck-It Ralph? I love I Wreck-It Ralph. I love it. And the name is like a pun because she lives in like Candy World, so yeah. Vanilla, yeah. So what other, what other names are on the boy list? I can't say. Uh, there's one in my neighborhood when I was uh, probably in my early 20s that uh, apparently this guy came back from service in the Marine Corps in Japan and liked a certain food and wanted to name his son Shiitake. He liked oh, the sound sh- of Shiitake. Have you ever seen Shiitake spelled out? Mm. <laughs> Shiitake? Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it says. Yep. Yeah, let's not name your kid Shiitake, shall we? <laughs> Fred Willard's great line, can I take a Shih Tzu on the plane or do I have to check it? Yeah, or do I have to check it? <laughs> well, hey, let's not forget about the running back for the Green Bay Packers, Turdell Middleton. You Turdell. named your kid Turdell. You can look it up, and Andy does not believe me. He's looking it up as uh, we speak. Well, it's spelled with an E, so it's not. At least it's not you know T U R D. Oh, let's yeah, Turdell. Yeah. I'm sure it was never brought up in school. <laughs> well, oh no, wait someone. a minute. It's with an E. Oh, yeah. then. Oh, sorry, I hit you. <laughs> Yeah, Turdell Middleton. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mom and Dad. I appreciate that. That is wonderful. No question about it. Anyway, back to Vanellope from Wreck-It Ralph, which I loved, by the way. That Wreck-It Ralph movie was fantastic. Did you guys like it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Yes, it was very good. Getting to this point wasn't easy. After the first surgery, doctors had to wait for Vanellope's chest to grow to make room for her heart. With doctors assisting, the heart eventually moved into a cavity through gravity. Doctors then created a mesh to protect the heart as Vanellope was born without ribs or a sternum. Wow, man. What? what? How are you hell? just born without so many Stuff. parts? That's not good. In the final surgery, they covered the hole with skin taken from under the infant's arms in a way her strength gave me a strength to keep going, Finley tells the BBC. No one believed she was going to make it except us, adds Wilkins. It's beyond a miracle. A pediatric cardiologist says Vanellope has proved very resilient. The main focus now is to prevent infection, but in the future we may be able to put in some internal bony protection for her heart. So are they going to make fake ribs? Out of what? Because they do say what they're going to make it out of. What are they going to make it out of? Titanium? What are they going to make it with? Yeah, I, I don't know well, why they don't just use titanium. Well, because then you'd have to operate every three years as she grows, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, yeah, it's supposed for a baby. Yeah. Imagine well, but, if your rib cage was this long yeah. right now and you were 60. That's what they're looking yeah. to do because they're saying... Oh, oh, well, they want to use something organic that would grow with her, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, what even would that be? Maybe in 50 years, not today. They're going to use a 3D printer to make her ribs. That doesn't make any sense. Hey, scroll up, Andy. I want to see her. I want to see Vanellope. Blorp. Aw, she's cute as hell. Looks like all babies. She does not (laughs) look like all babies. They're all... Woody Allen once said all infants look like Edward G. Robinson. He's kind of (laughs) right. He is kind of right. Yeah, that's very, very true. Or Frank Sinatra in yeah. this case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Frank, all babies look like Frank Sinatra, including my son, yeah. Ronan. <laughs> what a joke that is. Yes, that's my son that just happens to look exactly like Frank Sinatra. Does Ronan Farrow admit that Frank's his dad? I don't know. Well, like we said yesterday on yeah. the show, get the 28, yeah. what is it, 28 and me, or 23 and me. Hey, Woody, I didn't know you were Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was great, too, because the Sinatra estate or whatever, we looked it up. Remember, somebody said that the Twitter account said uh, Ronan is a welcome member of the family. Yes, we've always enjoyed uh, Ronan and welcome as a member of our family. Because he is (laughs) biologically. (laughs) Actually, he's pretty good at his job, too. He's a pretty talented guy, Ronan Farrow. What does he he do? He's like a political commentator. Ronan Farrow. That's another one. Ronan. Mm -hmm. There you go. I like it. Well, a Ronan means a samurai without a uh, master in Japanese. What do you think of that? When it's not a samurai without a master. Not necessarily a good thing. I love it. No, I agree. I agree with Dan. I think Tom is a perfect name for your, if you have a baby boy. Oh my god! <laughs> I have to. You know what you should name him? What? Honest to God, and you have to put it this way. Oh god! Because of Dan's father and your father, you should name your son your your son Tom, Dick, and Harry. There's going to be Tom, Dick, and Harry Rasmussen. Perfect. perfect. What? Oh my god! Wrong or with we that? could name him Harry, and then you three could hang out and be Tom. Yeah, Dick Tom, and Dick, and Harry. <laughs> I, like, I actually, I really like the name Harry. I am mm. mad at your father. At my father? Yeah. Bob. Yep. Because Dan. You should have met him. Had yeah. <laughs> well, Dan had a grandfather named Robert. I had a grandfather named Robert. So you think that's a perfect like middle name, family name? We both name. have. But Robert was a not great person, so I don't really know Robert if I want to name your dad. It was not his fault. He was mentally ill. But he also he was a brilliant man. Was not he was not a nice man, but yeah. he was a brilliant man. But he 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 was very very troubled. I dated a girl weird. with schizophrenia. 
Did you? What? And what, she, did they, what did she say? She was perfectly fine. Who? What did she say after that? She was still fine. Hi, Eddie. <laughs> Hi, Eddie. Hi, Eddie. Did she do that deal? <laughs> we so went on three dates, different. and she was, yeah, she didn't, you know. What happened then? Did she have three different phone numbers? We just didn't have See, a whole lot in common. my dad was schizophrenic, common. so I can make these jokes. What? We didn't have a whole lot in multiple common. Multiple personality. Yeah, that's that, different. It's called something dissociative personality oh, disorder. Dissociative, yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's not like schizophrenia anymore. Split. No, schizophrenia is still a thing. But it's not that. But DID is different. Yeah, it's yeah, different. Yeah, they used right? to combine them, but DID's now they don't. DID is the weirdest freaking thing ever. Like, one of the personalities can have diabetes, and the other one doesn't. They Alex. can have different vision. Robert is a wonderful name. You should use it as a middle name. We'll see. Because we, we both have a Robert. Yeah, Robert's a great name. And then he has his Uncle we Bob. just shorten it to Bob. You know what's great? Bob. No, Tom my Bob. dad was called Bob. Tom um, Bob Ress. I would say this, Alex, and I'm very serious about this. I, my father and I never got along. But he, I think you should do that because of Dan's with grandfather. Yes. And my father, your grandfather. He actually... Nothing ever went his way, ever in his life. That is true. He wasn't really given much of a shot. He was not given much of a shot. Brilliant, brilliant man, but my God, he just had nothing. Nothing ever went right for him. They I had remember lithium back then, didn't they? Yeah, but that's for manic depression. Yeah, that's, that's for manic yeah. depression. Well, but it sounds like he was manic depressive too. They hooked him up to all the electricity Bobby, they possibly could. Bobby thinks that he had Mad Hatter's disease. Yeah, he did because he had because it was so late disease. in life that he, he might have went yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, so why is it the other half of my family's all nuts too? Is, is that, that Mad Hatter's is that disease? mercury poisoning? <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Because he worked is, in yeah. an iron mill or no, something he did. weird. He was a printer. Yeah, printers, printer, and they used to put yeah. le- they yeah. used to put lead. lead in the, it was yeah. lead. They put they lead in. Uh, what in the hell? Manic depression. So Jimmy Hendrix, come on, Jimmy. Manic depression, searching my soul. I'll tell you a quick story about your grandfather that your your aunt Bobby pointed out to me. We were up at my grandparents' house. And there were a bunch of men standing on the front lawn talking. And my dad was bouncing all the way around the circle of men to try to get in on the conversation, and they wouldn't let him. Mm -hmm. I will never forget how sad that was watching him try to make contact with all these men, and they wouldn't let him do it. Mm -hmm. It was very, very sad. So, you know, even though he's a jerk, you've got to give him a little bit of a... A little credit. A little credit, I guess. It doesn't sound like lead poisoning. He was not lead poisoning. He was was schizophrenic. Was he clumsy? And did he have like did he have like numb fingers and toes? No. Yeah. Probably not then. I'll tell you another thing about your your Well he would have he would have said, Tom, why'd you make my fingers numb? Exactly. (laughs) At four years old, he took a box kite, uh, put an alarm clock on it, and a camera, hooked a piece of uh, twine from the camera shutter. To the alarm clock winder, set the alarm, put the box kite up in the air, the alarm went off, wound around, pulled the shutter, and he took a picture of himself from up in the air at four years old. So he was a rather brilliant young man. Yep. <laughs> tell you Pretty that. creative. Or did yeah, he just really think is. he did that and told you? No. <laughs> <laughs> just Andy. told you about it. Mercury poisoning sounds a lot more delirium, hallucinations, irritability. That is excessive shyness, insomnia. That would be my father. Yeah, that does sound right. See? That absolutely would be my did father. Did they use mercury in printer's ink I back then? Think, I don't think so. I don't think so. It was he lab. could have been exposed to it in a different way, too. No, he did not have... He was schizophrenic. No, he had bad Hatter's disease because that's not genetic because then I don't have to worry about it for my children. Thank you don't have to worry much. about it for your children anyway. Yes, I do. Leave me alone! Because schizophrenia is genetic. We're all going to get nuked by North Korea anyway. Exactly. What's the difference? Crazy or not. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.